This is the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast, Episode 174. Good day and welcome to this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. I'm your host, podcaster, and author of Fun Fantasy Reads, Jamie Davis. This podcast is exactly what the title says it is, folks. It's a show where we focus on everything to do with fantasy and sci-fi books. We talk about space opera, military sci-fi, epic fantasy, urban fantasy, swords and sorcery. You name it, we try to bring you the best and brightest authors from the various corners of the sci-fi and fantasy book world. And we bring them to you here in each episode every week. Plus, uh, we add some other special guests in along the way every now and then, too. Whatever it is, though, um, we want you to come and check out the podcast and this episode in particular. Um, Before we get into our guests, let me jump into my own writing update for the week. I'm having a ton of fun writing the End Space titled Humorous Sci-Fi Space Opera Serial that I'm working on. Um, It's been making me chuckle to myself as I run the characters through their antics and solve their various challenges. It's going to be released exclusively to the Kindle Vela platform, and that's a program, a platform that's being released later this summer focusing on serialized fiction, so episodic short chapter fiction, basically, that'll come out on a regular basis. And um, this this particular story, I'm going to be releasing uh, chapters weekly going forward um, from the launch date. Uh, with an initial bunch of chapters posted up there to get people started. Um, That's going to be launching later this summer, and I'll have more information on that as it comes available. As usual, you can always find out more about what I'm up to and follow things up to date uh, with me. You can do that by going over and checking out the Fun Fantasy Readers Facebook group. Um, I post sneak peeks of upcoming covers there, do special giveaways, and a lot more. Um, So visit that fan group over there, or you can visit my website at jamiedavisbooks.com. Either place, I look forward to hearing from you. So uh, leave a comment on the website um, and Facebook, or you can leave a contact form request over at my website, and um, I'll get back to you either way. Okay, joining us today is author Sudha Kuraganti. Uh, Sudha writes fantasy inspired by Indian mythology. She loves books, anime, coffee, chocolate, manga, Beatles music, and dogs, not necessarily in that order. Her work includes a clean paranormal romance series, The Elements of India, and the Legend Valley Academy trilogy, a diverse fantasy tale of screw-ups and second chances and finding your place in the world. When she's not writing, Sudha usually has her nose deep in a book, experimenting with strange online recipes and um, trying them out on her Air Force officer husband or playing with their young son. She's also one of the amazing authors in the just-released urban fantasy short story anthology, Summer Solstice Shenanigans. I interviewed her um, on her all the way from India in this episode, and there is a little bit of background noise in her end of the recording. Just wanted to let you know I was aware of it, but I really wanted to get her interview up here, and she has some great things to say. So I hope you'll indulge me um, that the audio quality is not exactly perfect um, on this episode. But it is great episode. And I hope you look forward to checking out what she has to say coming right up. (laughs) 
Sudha Kuruganti. It's great to have you here on the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. Welcome to the show. So why don't you introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about who you are and then what got you started writing fantasy stories. So I've, I've basically been writing for years, nearly ever since I could start looking at a computer, I've been writing because I love uh, telling stories. The very first book that I ever wrote was uh, something when I, uh, I wrote it in fifth grade. It was called A Journey to the Center of the Earth in 30 Days. And I'm totally glad no one will ever see it or it'll ever see the light of day because it was, it was my first fan fiction. As such, it was like a Jules Verne mashup of like two different stories. But yeah, basically that that's where I started, and and, and I've loved fantasy. You know, the idea of um, you know how things could be totally different from the world around us, but we still relate to it just because of the characters. You know, and the stuff they go to really fantastic. But um, you know, it, it still speaks to us. Because they are put in these kind of uh, intense situations. I think that's why I like fans. And we are both um, authors from the upcoming Summer Solstice um, Shenanigans Anthology. So first of all, congratulations on getting your short story accepted to the anthology. That's exciting. Yes, definitely is. It's my first time in a big anthology like this, and I'm really excited. Thank you. And congratulations to you, Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I, I got a chance. I actually read your story um, a little earlier this morning before we started recording. And um, I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. It's called Best Friends Never, which uh, sets up, uh, I think, the story pretty well uh, based upon the characters involved. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, these characters and, and this story, the origins of it? Okay, so uh, so heroine in my story, I guess you could say, the, the female main lead, uh, she's Laya Avasaraga. So she's a Yakshini, which is the Indian mythology equivalent to a nature spirit or a fae. And uh, the other main lead, the male main lead, is uh, Malcolm Grant, and he's supposed to be a British werewolf. So the idea is that these two were best friends once upon a time, and they almost became something more. But uh, Laya feels that Mal just kind of broke her trust. And Malcolm feels that she didn't trust him enough to kind of wait around for his explanation. So they broke apart, and they haven't spoken to each other for years and years, until they're called upon to work together to um, save the Pandora unit, which is... uh, my creation of a magical artifact recovery team. So basically, the Pandora unit works to keep dangerous magical artifacts out of human hands, people who don't know better, people like us, the muggles, the mundanes. So Naya and Malcolm have to work together while distrusting each other and sniping at each other to stop a dangerous criminal gang, which is trying to scoop up all these uh, artifacts for themselves. So they need to figure out how this is happening and why this is happening. And uh, yeah, pretty much that's it. How do they do it? Why do they do it? And stuff like that. That's the story. You'll have to find out. And are they connected to one of your other series? Yeah, actually, Naya Australia spins off from uh, one of my other series. So uh, I have a um, academy series, a paranormal academy series. 
featuring uh, Laya's niece. So the story goes basically the reason why there's a rift between Laya and Malcolm is because Laya's cousin kind of just disappears from their lives and Malcolm helps him do that. So uh, the story of my second series, uh, which is Legend Valley Academy, kind of picks up from that after Vikram disappears, you know, what happens? His daughter goes up and tries to find out what happened to him. And then she learns about Naya and Malcolm turns up as uh, one of the professors in the college, more respectable version of Malcolm than we meet in our uh, short story. So that's it. You'll have to, you know, read it to find out more about uh, them. No, I just, I, I love how the, the, these stories, I've talked to a bunch of the authors uh, on the show now at this point mm-hmm. from the short story anthology, and I'm really, really fascinated with the different ways people have connected the short story mm-hmm. to their various books, series, universes, whatever. Um, and, mm-hmm. and so, uh, you know, and you've, you've done the same thing here with, with, you know, bringing in characters um, from the series and, and presenting them in a different light. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it's because we live with these characters for so long and then the universe kind of becomes real. And then, you know, even when we're like doing something else, you know, you're like, okay, we're doing the dishes or something which is like totally mindless and on autopilot you're working. But then you still get these ideas for like, you know, oh, hey, what happened to this person or what did they do during that scene? And then you're like, okay, fine, let's do a spinoff. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think you've done the same thing for your story as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, yeah, actually, and I teamed up on my story with um, um, mm-hmm. Nicole Grotipus, who is a um, mm-hmm. wanted to write something that might be in my universe, and so we mm-hmm. kind of let her do it in a city close to her in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, okay, mine's based in Baltimore, um, the other mm-hmm. other other side of the country, really, basically. So oh, okay. <laughs> we can we can write side by side by side and not even you know really cross paths unless we choose to so it's it's kind of an interesting choice um one of the things you said in your bio um your bio here that you sent me um you write fantasy inspired by indian mythology which perfectly makes sense that's that's who you are um but it's also a mythology that a lot of people that are familiar with western mythology don't know much about so Mm -hmm. what is it that you'd like to tell the readers that are listening to this uh, about indian mythology that that would help them kind of get an understanding for some of the the main things that go on in indian mythology because it's a very rich cultural mythology Mm -hmm. every bit as rich as anything else that's out there Oh, yeah, it's pretty much like you said, it's, it's pretty rich and there are tons of characters. I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard about it by now, about the thousand and one gods and then, you know, the, the different names. And then, you know, it, it's pretty much like, um, I mean, I remember I described it as, it's like, you know, a lot of gods, you know, Game of Thrones with gods, you know, because you have families and you have like, um, you know, a man killing his, his, you know, his cousin and then you have, Someone else, you know, a god killing. Okay, so there was like a really famous story. I'm sure you guys must have heard about Ganesha, for example, the elephant head god. So he gets his elephant head because his stepdad cuts off his head. And then he realizes, you know, oh my God, I've done a terrible thing. And then he says, I have to bring this kid back to life. Otherwise, my wife is never going to forgive me. And then he says, okay, fine. I'm just going to do like plastic surgery. Here's your, your, your new head, which is an elephant head. So you have like really crazy interesting stuff going on and and it's kind of fascinating and i'm sure if it sounds 
kind of like a big deal when we talk about it that you know oh my god it's so vast and um maybe a little confusing but once you dip your toes in it's just pretty much like any other mythology like you said i mean greek mythology is like pretty crazy in the same sense and, and i think uh, a lot of us don't have trouble uh, figuring things out and then we find it really interesting and i'm sure if we give indian mythology a chance it will can blow you away so yeah i hope i hope you know people keep an open mind and then they um, uh, realize how interesting and vast the culture of not just india but you know, world mythology is pretty like you know interesting the more we learn the more we want to learn so yeah that that's what i want i want people to kind of keep their curiosity alive that's what i would wish for anyone who wants to dip their toes into something. So, yeah. I, I really enjoy, you know, just in the short story, seeing um, what, um, let's see, Laya um, is is doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to work on making sure I get these names right. Um, but no the, what she's doing, You're doing great. She, you said she's an, uh, kind of an elemental spirit, um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of similar yep. to Faye in Western culture. Um, mm-hmm. And so she controls... Um, you know, I see she controls air, she controls water, um, which is really kind of cool that the magical system that you've, you've developed there, um, with what she can do and, and her powers. Yeah. So actually, uh, I, I did take a few liberties with the mythology. Like I said, like, that's why I say I write fiction that's inspired by Indian mythology. So uh, originally yakshas and yakshinis are kind of like protectors of, um, you know, forests and, then, and lakes and stuff like that. So I kind of thought, okay, it would be cool to kind of actually give them offensive and defensive kind of powers, you know, like you know, what if you could like squeeze all the air or all the moisture out of, you know, the air around someone, you know, that that's that would be like terrifying. I mean, it sounds kind of like, you know, oh my God, oh, it's like an Aquaman kind of level of powers. Oh, you can control water, you know. Okay, so what? Freeze my drink, that kind of thing. But I kind of wanted to show how cool those kind of powers could be. So um, I hope I <laughs> succeeded. Yeah, it'll have to story to find out. Like I said. It worked for me. I I, I enjoyed okay. seeing the things that she could do and and how she used them um, against a, an opponent in in a, in a you know in a kind of a, a confrontation that she had in the story. Um, I also like the the heist nature of it. It's almost like a heist story in some ways because they're you know they're tracking down these artifacts and and trying to figure out what's happening. Um, and, and of course you know there's things going on that that they don't know until the end of the story, what's really happening. Um, and, and I just really like that the mystery involved with the story. When, when you wrote this, did you have it all mapped out clearly in your head or, or did you, do you, are you more of a discovery writer? Well, I'm actually like a, a planter. I think it's called, it's like, I have a plot kind of like, they're kind of like, you know, guardrails. And then I'm trying to like drive, in the dark without headlights and then I keep inching forward bit by bit and then I'm like oh okay so this is what's gonna happen next and then after this scene is like I think this should go this way but then the characters sometimes are like you know what the hell I would not do this or something you know whatever it, it kind of like they start speaking to you after you live with them for so long and I'm sure you must have had the, the same thing happen to you where some character would just like knock it's like they knock on the inside of your head and they go hey wait a minute why am I not showing up in this scene or why am I not doing this I would never do that so, yeah, but I'm a plant, so I guess I think so. so yeah, yeah, I, I am kind too. Kind of part discovery, part plotter. So yeah, yeah, I so am. Too, yeah, I am I, too. Very much so. Um, I, I give myself 
a loose description of what's happening in the scene, and then I figure out how to get from point A to point Z, and uh, along the way, uh, all sorts of things happen. Uh, so that's that's fun. Um, what are you working on now? Is there a new project you'd like to talk about? That's something maybe you're coming out with um, sometime in the next few months or the rest of the year? Uh, the rest of the year is going to be taken up with, uh, like I said, my Paranormal Academy series, which is Legend Valley Academy. So I've got, uh, the first book is out already. The uh, second book in the series, which is uh, Tenacious, is going to drop in August, August 23. And um, the third book in the series, the series is going to be complete by December. So the third book, Righteous, drops in December. And then I'm thinking of doing a, kind of a spin-off series, like, you know, because I liked living with Laya so much that I'm like, okay, fine, let's give her her own book. Maybe a set of short stories, something like that, which I'm planning for January, you know, Tales from Pandora Unit. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. There'll be more heist and more capers coming, uh, <laughs> coming your way, so... That's great. That's what on my plate. Yeah, I'd I'd want to do more with. I'd want to see more of the Pandora unit. I think that that concept is fascinating. To you know, because there's so many artifacts and things that are floating around out there that you could uh, work into a story and and um, and and uh, get get Lia and Mal back together again at some point. Yeah, because they have to eventually. I mean, the idea is that they will eventually end up together, which is what you find out in uh, Legend Valley Academy. Spoilers. But I, I, not that I think that it's a really terribly spoilery thing that I'm sharing. But uh, yeah, that's that's how they're going to they're gonna end up together in the next book. So that's I'll have to figure out how to do that. And uh, like I said, plants my way or, or kind of like discover my way to it. So yeah. It sounds like you really focus on character in your stories that, you know, the characters drive, drive the action for you that, that, you know, the plot comes from them. Um, Is that, is that true? And and how, how do you, how you you talked a little bit earlier about how they, they talk to you. They, you know, they knock on, they knock on the inside of your head and say, Hey, there's, (laughs) there's, there's something you need to do. Um, yeah, I think people think that uh, when authors talk like that, I think they think we're a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dad used to say, what the hell? I mean, it's not like you guys are like schizophrenic or something like that. I mean, no, no, that doesn't make sense. How can you have people living inside you? And I'm like, I mean, it's difficult to explain. It sounds weird, but that's how it is. When they live with you for so long, they kind of become real to you. So, yeah, like you said, it is pretty character driven. And, um, because, you know, uh, you, you kind of feel that, you know, if a situation was like this and because you know the backstory, you may not share it with your readers immediately, but you kind of know what the person or the, sorry, <laughs> what the character is like. And, and you go, okay, fine, in this kind of situation, they would never do this. It doesn't make sense. And then, you know, so then automatically your plot kind of either has to change to fit them or they change the plot for you. They're like, you know, no, I'm going to do this. And then we're going to see what happens. And then the bad guys have to do this. And then this has to happen. So yeah, that's how it works out. At least for me. I still remember the first time I told my wife that I wrote, I was writing something and it caught me completely by surprise. And she's like, how could it have caught you by surprise? You wrote it. <laughs> I'm like, it just it happens. <laughs> it's difficult to explain. Yes. Yeah. You know, 
So um, you've got the um, the Legend Valley Academy trilogy for the rest of this year, and then some short stories coming along. You also have another uh, series, uh, a paranormal romance series called The Elementals of India. Um, mm-hmm. yep. t- let's talk about that real quick be- while we have a few minutes left. Um, what's that series about, and how many books are in it? Is it, is it complete, or is it something you'll revisit? Uh, so right now there are two books in the series. One is a prequel and the other one is the the book one of the series. I probably plan to have like about two more books in the series, which I should be working on sometime this year and then they should be ready to release next year, probably late next year. So I think once I wrap up Legend Valley for now and put a pin in it. So then I'm going to visit uh, these guys again. Uh, So yeah, these guys, uh, Elementals of India, like the name says, is pretty much about um, Yakshas and Yakshin. So the story, I mean, kind of the idea came to me because uh, I was like, you know, okay, what, what if I would, uh, you know, mash up, uh, you know, Twilight with Bollywood, for example, and kind of maybe make the the main male lead not such a weirdo. I mean, I, I'm sorry for saying it this way, but I kind of wanted to make him a little bit more relatable. So then I was like, okay, you know, let, let's mash these two together and let's see what happens. So there's like reincarnation, and you know, there's like uh, people finding each other, and then they remember their past lives, and then in the middle, it's like paranormal romance because there's like, oh my god, he's he's not exactly human, is he? And all these kind of questions which go on. So it's about um, a girl called Samantha who comes to India to meet up with her grandmother, and she's the last link to her uh, dad's uh, heritage and his homeland. So, and then she comes over to meet her grandmother and then, you know, stuff happens after that. Kind of basically she meets Vikram, uh, who's a florist. So the reason why he's a florist is that it kind of like, let's give him the most non-alpha male profession that I could think of. That's like, okay, florist. And then let's, and then now how do we make a florist cool? Which was how I started out with the idea. And then I was like, okay, yakshas, they have nature powers and nature can be scary. You know, if, if you don't know, uh, you know what you're doing if you're just like an unwary human nature can catch you by surprise so that's what that's how the story started in my head and um, yes that's that's the elementals of India book one which is called bloom like I said because Vikram is a florist so and uh, something blooms between Samantha and Vikram if you'll excuse the really bad pun so um, yeah and then book two I do plan to come out with it like I said next year uh, 2022, and uh, hopefully that should wrap up the series. I mean, just gonna make it a three book series. Well, it, it's been fascinating talking with you, and, and I hope people will delve into your short story in the Summer Solstice Shenanigans Anthology, which is, um, by the time this episode comes out, will have just been released, so people can pick it mm-hmm. up. Um, there are 24 um, really awesome short stories in there with some great authors like uh, yourself, and um, so mm-hmm. I hope people will pick it up. Um, where can people find you? Is there a place online that you like to hang out or meet with readers or, or is, do you have a website that you'd like to share? Uh, I do have a website, which is sudhakurugandi.com. Uh, but for a more interactive experience, I'm usually on Facebook. I have a Facebook reader group. So, uh, you know, you can just join. It's a public group. There's nothing hidden or secret about it. You can just join up, say hi, drop a memes, uh, you know, drop a funny gif and then you know we'll all laugh about it and uh, have fun so yep 
Well, I'll make sure I have links to your website and to your Facebook group mm-hmm. in the show notes for this episode. People can look look that up there. Um, Suda, thank mm-hmm. you so much for coming on the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. It's great having you here on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And that's going to wrap up this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. Make sure you catch up with us for a whole lot more from the fantasy and sci-fi focus community, both on Facebook and over at fantasy-focus.com. Leave a comment on this episode and let me know what's on your mind. Also, while you're over there, don't forget you can subscribe to the show on the website. Uh, There are links right there below the audio player at the top of the page. So uh, don't miss an episode because we've got some great authors coming up for you, including next episode's author, L.A. McGinnis, coming right up. Anyway, that's it for this episode, though. Um, I'm your host, Jamie Davis, author of Fun Fantasy Reads. Don't forget to follow me over on Facebook on my reader group at Jamie's Fun Fantasy Readers or at my website, jamiedavisbooks.com, where you can get a free book if you want to sign up for my newsletter while you're over there. Whatever you do, though, subscribe and come back here for the next podcast episode. And while you're waiting, folks, don't forget, I remind you every week, Keep your eyes open out there, folks, because there's magic all around you.